Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. But I, I had way too much bourbon that I did not know until that until Round Daddy right. showed me the, the the Mitchell Hannigan family photo. Your dad looks jacked, by the way. Is he he does. That's my that's my mom's boyfriend. That's not my actual dad. Oh, okay, okay. He, he well, yeah, does he lift? Yeah, he lifts like that's he's twenty four seven lifting. Do you ever get in an argument with him? No. Okay, good. Both of you ruined the chance to go to break at the at the best and more horrific time. Both shame on both of you. Shame on both of you. Sorry. Oh man, what a rejoin! James is on his A game. He is not on that his he's A game. Ever not on his A game. But if there's a <laughs> if there's a level up, I forgot about. Have you ever gotten an argument with him? <laughs> his name is Sean. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> So did I. He, he like was wearing like an affliction shirt, and he had all these muscles. And I'm like, damn, it's his dad's jacked, and he's like, that's my mom's boyfriend. I, I just picture, <laughs> I just picture a, a picnic, and uh, one James, or I'm sorry, James Street, but one Mitchell had gets like ready to get some cold slaw. Yeah, and then Sean just cuts right in front of him, just bumps to, him out of the way, just to show his dominance. Yeah, just, watch out, your mom <laughs> likes me more than she likes you. How about that? Oh, that's a round table oh. here, ESPN six eighty one hundred five. Hey, it's a warm day today. BJ heating and cooling, but they're around if you need some help. I mean, you could have popped on the AC. I don't know. I don't know what y'all did in your homes, but we knew we know it will be cold again sometime in the near future. That cold snap is is, is in the forecast at some point before we get to spring. So make sure that everything's up to date with your furnace. Call BJ Heating and Cooling. They're a factory authorized Bryant dealer. They teamed up with Bryant Douglas Equipment. And they'll do whatever it takes to make those rooms enjoyable. Again, Bryant mini splits are quiet, efficient, and avoid the installation of bulky ductwork. Give them a call today to schedule your free estimate. You can get 0% financing for three years with approved credit. BJ Heating and Cooling, they're local and family-owned, celebrating 40 years of servicing Kentucky. And to call the people that I can trust, BJHeatCool.com, 437-9680. Okay, so we, we, we have a lot going on. We're, we're, we're going to power through until 430 since we, we took an early break. So we'll get Ty Spalding and start the blitz here in, in about nine minutes. But uh, we were alerted to something, Phil. And uh, There's been a few things that have been happening during the break that we're yes. trying to digest <laughs> that I feel like there needs to be a hierarchy of which order we need to go in. And this needs to be, like, it needs to be said that this is one of those shows that I, I kind of wish I had four hours. 
Like, not a lot of radio hosts say that. Like, I wish I had another hour to talk, but it was one of these. I kind of you wish- missed yesterday, so you got some pent up takes, but a lot has transpired. Well, well yeah, lots transpired. But, uh, at least of all this text, uh, texter Julia definitely think y'all some freaking nerds with your wife talks and Phil's karaoke talk. Well done, fellas. Awkward. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. So James is a sleuth. He 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 he's an internet sleuth, and he 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 said there's two. Two Louisville luminaries beefing on Twitter or X. If you're an Elon Musk a- acolyte, um, uh, <laughs> back on February 13th, just a few days ago, our man Justin Sofro tweeted the following: "The lazy Kenny Payne Year Three stories were just that: lazy narratives to fill time until we can shove the carcass of the last two seasons in a shallow grave and move on to the future." It's been over. This is after the loss, the the, the, the blown uh, game against Boston College where they just fell apart. To which I think that was directed toward you and Anna and Louie's discussion. I think so, too. At, at the blind score. I, if I had to guess, I think that was... Uh, yes. and, and I've entertained uh, it understand. as well. Understand. Yeah. Yes. It's a, again, you had to th- invent new ways to talk about Kenny Payne Versus or his like, boring radio. Look, how, how many times have we said this? And, and I know you're going to get to the other no, part you're of the fine. tweet. But it's just like, if we're zigging and zagging, it's not that we don't think this, but I just want folks to get prepared of... Maybe another side of the conversation that sure. we're not viewing. It. We're not lifting that rock and looking under well, there from that spotlight. So. And it goes to the Truly Donovan tweet that we'll get to immediately after this. But I do know there's some Andy Sweeney news. Well, let's bring that up to Ty Spalding. Yes, I, okay. think, I think he'll love that. Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> at Realville Fans says, where were you after a win? And Justin says, I can't easily convey this, but this wasn't even a comment for y'all in the KP militia. I was talking about the people that use <laughs> that used it to manufacture discussion. It is over. And then Alan Thomas. Oh yeah, you know him on oh, Twitter. We know we know Alan. We know Alan Thomas. He said, He's not wrong though. You never came to the timeline to cheer on a win. You wait until after losses and try to divide the fan base more just because at the end of the day, you want to be right about your stance against KP. It's childish, and I'm glad folks are calling you out. Some card-on-card crime. KP still dividing the fan base, Phil. Still dividing the fan base. Look, I mean, Justin, it has been from the get-go. Look, say whatever you want about Sofra. You don't have to agree with him. You don't have to like him. But he and Mitch Hannigan have been shouting from the mountain have been about this from the get-go so I, i'm sure there's probably a little iota of yeah i do want to be right like, yeah, it's no, just, absolutely it, yes ego, ego's involved in everything i do the same thing yeah, there's it, some there's, you take victory laps and then, yeah that, that, that's that's the business that's the gimmick exactly <laughs> but uh for so for i mean look it's, it's great for his brand like hell yeah everybody for his brand so for keep taking everybody should keep attacking you on this this is wonderful for you yeah this is no some of the best attention i've ever received on twitter is making people mad yes and, i mean it's, it's it's part it's part of the game now sometimes most of the time when i do that like when i tweet stuff out i'm not just doing it to get a reaction like i truly like you when feel I, that way. i feel that way like when i the, the the tweet that pissed all the louisville fans off last week about being addicted 
to criticizing the refs. At the time, I really felt that way. <laughs> I, I really was like, y'all don't want Kenny Payne to win. Why y'all complain about the, the stupid uh, uh, goaltend call? And then they followed it up this week with all this Jeff Walls nonsense. While I agree in principle of what they're saying, you, you would have thought that the, that the local Louisville media is covering the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Uh, the way they're treating this Jeff Walls story, I'm embarrassed for folks. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm embarrassed for folks. I mean, Jeff Walls has a rick of wood. He took all of his anger out on some logs with an axe. By the way, my man Greg Ciano was the original chopper of wood. Jeff Walls is an original. He's got to steal Greg Ciano's gig. How about that? I'll give I'll give grace. Gratitude. Let's start there. <laughs> okay. To Nick Curran, Chrissy Bantha, and Dave Skull. That's about it. That's it. No, that, they, that, that, you're right. Those are, the, those about, are the three. You you all get the get out of jail free cards of everything else. All these other, but I mean, also probably blank. Just because no, he, no, he it, agreed it, with but, the NCAA today. I don't want to hear it from oh, blank. I mean, oh, I he did, bent somebody the else knee. text me about this. He too. Bent okay. the, oh, oh, the NCAA was right. They did a good job. It's like, oh, now you love the NCAA blank because they kiss walls is behind. Now we now we like the NCAA. Anything else the NCAA has ever done has been the worst thing. And Louisville's the victim and cry. <laughs> So what? We had prostitutes. It's okay. It's no big deal. NCAA, mind your own business. I mean, but now they come to the defense of Jeff Walls. Now it's now it's all said. Well, good job. Uh, way to go, NCAA. Who cares? <laughs> he chopped you all okay? this wood. You good? You good? You get that out of your system? Well, I can't, Phil. It's I ridiculous. I, I'm sorry. Look, it's blank. This is how he operates. It's not just blank. It's, it's like everybody. I'm calling them all out. Stop it. It's not the worst thing that's ever happened to your program. Oh, Sparks Lieberman, hello, coach. It's been an entertaining day on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, not, it not only there. We, we may need to dabble in that uh, coming up here after Weird well, Wednesday. Well, I can't. I can't. If, if you're alluding to the Veneti tweet, I'm leaving that alone. I am well, not. You did take a picture I, with him. Not, well, I, I do see him in the sauna at the JCC. Can I get the internet scrubbed? Who do I need to he's call not, to do he's that? He's not deleting it, by the way. If we're not going to. I thought he deleted it. I don't think he has. I think Biscuit right. just tweeted out like five minutes ago. It's like, you know Still you can up. take down the tweet. Hold on a second. Let me. <laughs> I think Biscuit literally just tweeted that. I got to I gotta look at this. Hold on. Vanetti's Vinetti. probably doing three speaking engagements right now, and then he's like in his camel uh, trench coat or something like that. Getting a sweating at the gym. Oh, it's still up. Oh. He's not going to take it down. <laughs> oh, I got to get this off my screen. I got to get off. This is sometimes Elon Musk take tweets uh, down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk take that tweet down. Maybe, you know, we'll, you maybe know, we'll put this on ESPN Louisville Plus. Your reaction to the, you know, the tweet? The reaction I just had is like, Ugh, get that off my screen. It's like the reaction we all had with the two girls, one cup. It was a God, that's like Ugh, the second reference the, I've gotten in the last forty eight hours. About really, that. that's crazy. Yeah, my group chat. I'll show you. That's well, synchronicities. What that I know, is? Man, I that wonder is. what that means. Maybe, maybe hmm. we should revisit it. I don't no. know. No, no, no it's, I, it's, it's I, I, terrifying. Nope, but maybe that's a sign. Nope, from- nope. No, no, I'm not. I'm not revisiting that at all. But okay, let's. let's okay, we're getting Ty Spalding on. We'll do that. But uh, let's see your text. Oh, whoa! Report LSU running back Trey Holly arrested for attempted second degree murder charge. Wow. Ooh. That's not a good look. The receiver glove doesn't fit. You yeah, must've you must have quit. Ooh. Uh, let's see. Jeff Goodman's big seat hot board just coming out two hours ago. I so saw that. Number one, Kenny Payne. Number up- two, Mike Hopkins at uh, Washington. Washington. Number three, Jerry Stackhouse at Vanderbilt. Watch out for Chris Mack wanting that job. So there you go. Chris Mack? Really? Vanderbilt? 
His daughter goes I there. I think oh, his daughter does go there. He had Jawan Howard down at number eight. And Leonard Hamilton at 10. Another one to watch. Chris Leonard Hamilton for. at 10. No, I, I can totally see. Because they're at Florida with IMG anyway, right? I believe so. Yes. yes. So his daughter's like a, a volleyball and star. Mike Boynton coming in at seven. He was like the trendy pick. Oh, like he was. Years. Sorry, I know Ty's when, on there. When he, when he landed Cade Cunningham, it was definitely a thing. All right, let's go ahead and start the blitz. We'll get Ty Spaulding in here. Uh, Ty Spaulding, uh, how are you? I don't know if you've been listening, uh, but but it was, it's kind of a mess right now. But we're, we're having a good time, but uh, there's some Cardinal on Cardinal Crime on Twitter. So there you go, Ty. Uh, good afternoon. So, Shiva, i got to be honest. When, when Tiger Woods is playing golf, the, the U of L intricacies, they, they go to the back burner. That's, that's the... That's the uh, order there, uh, and Tiger Woods is playing golf this week. So I have not been uh, up to speed on what's going on, but uh, I can maybe take a guess. I did see uh, did see a tweet go out this morning that, that some folks are taking issue with. But Well... Uh, <laughs> So, Ty, you going to get the new Tiger Woods uh, brand, uh, Sunday Red? Sunday Red. How about that? Ty Spalding and some Sunday Red. Absolutely. Me and Jay Spar are going to the Masters uh, this year. Oh. Uh, months. So, uh, so, yeah, we will see the big cat in person. So, so yeah, Tiger's been a, uh, a Spalding family. Uh, we've been in Tiger Woods stands for, for quite a while and excited to see him. So, yeah. So yeah, not up to speed on the Louisville stuff, but uh, when Tiger Woods is playing, that takes priority. No, get no, I get it. So how's how's he doing? Like, what's the update on Tiger he, Woods' performance? He's even poor right now. He okay. looks good. He's, he's walking well. Um, so you know, probably not going to win. But all, all I need to see is is a glimmer of hope. Just give me some hope. Um, so yeah, he, he looks good. All right, Ty Spalding with us. Uh, we'll get to some Louisville basketball here. Uh, Ty, I, I'm not going to get into the minutia of the wins and losses and the kind of up and down nature of the season so far, but uh, something interesting to me, and, and we, we've been trying to talk about it, but we, we get sidetracked because we don't, our attention spans aren't that great. But uh, Truly Donovan uh, tweeted this out today, Ty, and, I, and this is where the conversation with Louisville basketball is now. Um, he tweets this out because Chris Holtman gets fired fired mid-season and it says the following um, Ohio State firing Chris Holtman yesterday was a wake-up call for administrations across the country the transfer portal has ex- expedited March time search timelines you need a coach for a handshake agreement a coach or a handshake agreement with one by March 18th or you're already behind so all the all this goes back to the discussion of you know, Kenny Payne being fired, not being fired after the Arkansas Arkansas State game or the Kentucky game. Uh, Mark Blankenbaker was talking about this today that he knows for a fact that the board did not shut that conversation down from Josh Hurd, as was widely reported, not reported, but speculated about. Um, what are your thoughts on this tweet? Because honestly, I, I think Truly's on to something here. Yeah, um, so, you know, to what Blankenbaker said, you know, it, he is factually correct in that it wasn't the board, but there was a motive there uh, for Josh Hurd uh, to to ride this out to the end of the season that came from uh, someone with a lot of influence. Um, and it, it will make sense, and it does make sense. Um, and I tweeted out as much, you know, people were criticizing Josh Hurd. 
I, I do think it makes sense based on the information I've been told to let this ride out uh, for the end of the season. Uh, but I do agree with Trilly that uh, – you need to be having those conversations and you need to be, uh, you know, honing in on a guy, you know, w- whether it feels wrong or not, while Louisville's probably playing in the ACC tournament. I mean, I know that's, that's maybe a raw deal for, for KP to do that behind his back, but with the transfer portal the way it is, I mean, and you want to get this program back, it's going to start with the transfer portal and it's going to start with the early window in the spring. So, yeah, I think Louisville needs to move quick here. Um, Likely, like I said, before the season even ends and certainly uh, before that April 1st uh, buyout drops. So I I think there are some things going on there. And and look, uh, I've I've tried to stay away from engaging with people with the year three talk. And I know I saw your show this earlier this week about a couple more wins. But no, it makes it interesting. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, this is over. It's been over. Um, I would. I would be absolutely floored, no matter what happens the rest of the way, if if King's back. Ty Spalding, give him a follow on Twitter slash X at Ty Spalding. Uh, you alluded to this last week about a name that you weren't comfortable putting out there, maybe affiliated with the Big East, sticking with Charlie Donovan. Ohio State's candidate pool is probably deeper than Louisville's as far as reasonable options. Greg McDermott is listed on there. Sean Miller, Nate Oates, Lamont Paris, Dusty May, Mick Cronin, Porter Moser. Um, I-, I know we're getting really deep into the internet discussion when, you know, Charlie Donovan takes out Mick Cronin's photo and everything. <laughs> yeah. When- when he says reasonable options, sometimes we're here in this fishbowl, and I'm curious of how the job is viewed nationally. Um, is it something as simple as that, like, the Big Ten just has more money? I, I, it's hard for me to fathom that Louisville basketball can't get any of those uh, names listed, or is it just the stuff that's happened? There may be some, you know, Sean Miller has a little stench to him. What, what did you make of that tweet? Yeah, so Phil, you sounds like you put on your detective hat. Uh, <laughs> Greg McDermott does one out of Creighton, um, and so that was the name I was alluding to. He's he's definitely having uh, his name floated out there uh, in coaching circles. So yeah, that was the name I was alluding to. It you know now that it's out there that he you know that he kind of is uh, putting his name out there and, and kind of putting some you know fillers out I can go ahead and confirm that's who I was referring to but I think it I think it really is money I mean Ohio State just paid 13 million dollars to fire Chris Holtman like yeah. it was nothing and they didn't even blink but on the flip side you know we can we can we can analyze all the reported all the financial reports we can see how much cash Utah has in the bank how much money they get from the ACC every year I mean all it takes is is one donor or one or two donors, you know. So I think it's it, it's really it's really kind of a, a non-starter for me to to rule out a guy. Like I mean, I mean, all it takes, like I said, is one or two or a handful of donors to 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 make the money appear. So like to me, saying saying that you know, I do probably agree that Ohio State has more money, and that's probably why they have a, a deeper candidate pool, but. Just to go ahead and assume someone's not feasible for Louisville based on money uh, is probably premature. Because, like I said, you, you just the private donations. I mean, you just don't know if there's a guy out there that wants a specific coach and is willing to pay for it. So, to hmm. me, uh, I think it, it's it's a little unclear on, on who Louisville is capable of getting. But I do think the job now is much more attractive than it was um, when they hired KP a couple years ago. 
Yeah, I, I would. I would think so. And and if they're, you know, if 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 the the thought process is out there that they're willing to get the money, collect the money, however that may, you know, however that may happen, I think that does uh, sway some 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 coaches to maybe you know look look a little harder at Louisville. Um, are you still on the 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 side of you know the must bus stuff is too loud, or you know is there because there's been more stuff? I mean, I, I looked at some Arkansas message boards and some things going on. I mean, it, it feels like they're preparing themselves for a departure of Eric Musselman, and Louisville just continues to come up. I mean, and I know you just mentioned uh, Doug McDermott, but if I'm a, if I'm a Louisville fan and, and, and I'm looking at those two guys, I mean, I'm taking I'm taking Eric Musselman 10 times out of 10. Or have your thoughts about Eric Musselman uh, shifted at all? Yeah, so there are some very connected people out there who are uh, almost certain that Musselman will be the next coach here. Uh, I am not there yet. Um and that's not – I mean, I just think Louisville is going to at least, whether they've done it now or they're going to do it over the next month, they're going to they're going to make several people say no. Um, like if you – like if you look at – you know, if you look at Deion Sanders at Colorado, like if you, you could – even if the money – like Colorado didn't have the money up front to give Deion the contract that he got, mm. but they banked on the ticket sales – um, coming in to right. help pay for it and it paid off. So like Louisville could very well be in a scenario like that where you go get a big big name and you maybe you don't have the money to, to give them the contract and you you just you just bank on like Colorado did the, the the young center being full again to pay for it. So like I just don't think you can say definitively as of now that, that Louisville's honed in on Musselman. Um, like I said, there are you know, several people that I talk to that are very well connected that believe it's a done, close to a done deal. Mm. But I, I just, I'm just not there yet. Um, and, you know, I obviously could be wrong, but I just think that. You know, there's going to be a, a few more lines put out before they single in on a single time one candidate. All right, two more for you. Ty Spalding with us, cardinalsports.com. He's got the message boards, all the latest news, basketball, football, uh, whatever it takes there with Ty Spalding. Uh, any thought to Carter Knox signing with Adidas uh, and not Nike? I know there's some uh, connections with Adidas and overtime elite, but you know, regardless if Kenny Payne's going to be there, could there be anything with Carter Knox, Adidas coming in to be Louisville's savior, uh, or do you think that's just a Kentucky thing waiting to happen? I mean, I, I have not put any thought into that. I, I don't. It's a. It doesn't move the needle for me at all. Um, I, if Carter Knox commits here, that I'm not going to blink an eye, nor should anyone else out there blink an eye. Um, and look, like. There's a reason Kentucky hasn't taken his commitment yet, and there's mm. a reason that his other finalist is South Florida. Sure, he's a top 25 kid, but like he's he's not a he's not a day one impact guy. He's not a program. I changer. agree with you. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I really am not going to get too worked up about it. I mean, good for Adidas that you know maybe down the road that that may be good for future players, but when it comes to Carter Knox, I, I just. Yeah, I know he's a, you know, that last name Knox and the fact that Kentucky's involved, it kind of gets everyone uh, all hot and bothered. But I just don't think he's the type of player that you can, you can, you can bank on him coming in and, and really uh, turning a program around. And I don't think he's worth um, getting worked up over. So that's, those are just, 
I, I'm so okay. obviously, you know, whether it helps Wolf or not, I'm not sure. But either way, I just I'm not really concerned with that specific recruitment. No, I I, I honestly agree agree with your assessment on Carter Knox. I mean, if Kentucky gets someone like, oh, good, great, that's fine. It's another five-star, but I'm with you. I don't think he's a guy that comes in and makes an impact uh, right away. All right, last one for you, Ty Spalding. Uh, did you make your way out to Mike Lennings yesterday on Ash Wednesday to kiss the ring of one Jeff Brom, the Portal King? I did not. Oh! Uh, did, did you see uh, Brady? Brady Brom was behind the bench for the Boston College game. Was there, he really? Uh, yeah, so so yeah, they're uh, the Brady and Jeff are, are riding for KP here. But no, I did not make it out to Mike Lennings. Um, good, good, glad to see that Jeff is making the rounds of the community, not straying too far away from his roots. That's right, South um, End. A good Catholic Catholic fish fry on a Friday. Uh, there's nothing better. So yeah, good to see Jeff getting out there. Um, maybe we'll see KP at you know St. Paul's Fish Fry coming up. Maybe, who knows? Hey, his uh, his his cousin uh, Nick Rouse is a big fixture at St. Paul, so that actually may happen. There may be a Jeff Brom signing at a St. Paul Fish Fry. Well, have a great weekend, Ty. Uh, I'm not going to ask you about the game <laughs> on Saturday because they're getting better. Uh, yeah, they're get, they're getting better, Ty. Don't worry, they're getting better. But uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday. All right, guys. Take care. All right, let's get our guy Cam Drummond from the Lexington Herald Leader in here. Hello, Cam Drummond. How are you this afternoon? Doing good. There's nothing better than hopping on 680 after a little talk of a Catholic fish fry on a Friday. So I am uh, thrilled to piggyback off of the momentum that that conversation has. Have you ever been to a Catholic fish fry, Cam? Uh, no, as someone who went to Christian pre-K in Texas and then I don't think has set foot in a church otherwise, aside from weddings <laughs> and events of that nature, uh, no. No, I have not been to a cat. I would like to. I, I would imagine the fish is, is phenomenal. It's amazing. I like to eat a lot of it. Okay, and there's, there's fish, there's beer, there's a cake wheel, uh, there's pool tabs. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. I, I got to get you out. Next time you're in Louisville, if you're in Louisville on a Friday you, or around the area, you let me know. I will hook you up at the fish fry. You get what I'm saying? I will make sure uh, that Cam Drummond's treated like a king at a fish fry in this area. That sounds that sounds pretty incredible, and I'm going to hold you to that, Strebel. There's a lot of things I let you get away with just saying out here on the radio, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire on this one. Oh, you believe you should believe me too. I've He's got, the king of the South End. I've he, got he connections. Won't steer you wrong on this one. Absolutely. And then afterwards, but you can say for a little bingo, you do a little fish fry, you go up to the gym, you do a little bingo on a Friday night. I mean, who who wants more than that? Who needs who needs the club when you got a little fish fry and a bingo? You know what I'm saying, Cam? <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I think I get what you're putting down. Good, yeah, good. I'm glad you did. Uh, go ahead, Phil. No, it, it just made me think of Jack Grossman's tweet about Rick Pitino being a, a little Jewish yeah. boy, not knowing what was on his forehead, and it made me just think of that. So, yeah, I added nothing to this, but I know you and Jack are boys, and it just warmed my heart. Oh yeah, no, I didn't even. I'm not on Twitter or social media a ton aside from work, so I didn't know he posted that. But that organically cropped up in one of the in the group chats I'm in with Jack, and and I. Saw the numbers that it did, and man, that was just a, a perfect tweet for Jack. <laughs> yes, he, he needed to tweet that out. It, 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 no, you're right; it is perfect. <laughs> so, what, can we take anything away, uh, Cam Drummond, with his election Herald leader? Uh, can we? What can we take away, Cam, from the Kentucky win uh, Tuesday night over Chris Beard and Ole Miss, a 12 point victory? Uh, honestly, probably their best defensive performance in the SEC this season. Uh, held them to what 63 points.
points. And then, you know, honestly, you know, Antonio Reeves is still doing his thing. Uganan Yinso uh, gets 10 rebounds. Uh, Reed Shepard's Reed Shepard. Uh, you know, and then also on top of that, um, you had, you know, just a shortened bench by John Calipari. Justin Edwards continues to play better for the Cats. Uh, how much was, was of that was John Calipari's team, and how much was it Chris Beard's team just not being very good and kind of sliding as the SEC season continues uh, to go on? Right. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, obviously kind of the big takeaway from that game was Kentucky actually put together a solid 40-minute defensive effort. And yes. to your point, we really hadn't seen that from them in SEC play this season because even the, the particularly good moments, Florida wasn't a good defensive game. Georgia wasn't a good defensive game. Even Mississippi State, which might have been the last half-decent defensive performance they had, I think they gave up 77 points or something like that. So it was nice to see Kentucky really kind of shore things up on the defensive end, obviously. One of the big talking points entering the game was the fact that Ole Miss had not only one of the best overall offenses in the country, but was 11th in the nation entering the game in three-point shooting percentage, and they only went you know, 23 24% something from downtown uh, on Tuesday night. So clear improvement there, even if it is a bit of, you know, Ole Miss shot regression, a bit of Ole Miss missing open opportunities. But to your point about the rotation, I think that was the most interesting thing I took from the game. Not only the fact that it was a pretty clear eight, nine-man group that John Capaperi had kind of paired things down to, but we've heard time and time again as Kentucky has lost games and tried to find its way that it's going to be defense, physicality, competing for 50-50 balls, that's what's going to get you on the court and going to get you in that rotation earning more playing time. And I think you saw that with the way that Calipari allotted minutes with Aaron Bradshaw being the final guy off the bench with Devonimir Avisic not playing at all in the game. Um, he's going to be prioritizing the guys like Nadu Sierra, the guys like Nogana and Yenso, who play physical, play tough, and Trey are Mitchell. willing to toss their body around. Yep, Trey Mitchell as well. And, and that's kind of been to Trey Mitchell's detriment a little bit, you know, as, as we've seen him get hurt and, and again exit the old Miss game with uh, apparently a left shoulder injury. And I'm sure we'll get a little bit more word on that tomorrow ahead of the Auburn game. Yeah, who's speaking tomorrow? Do you know? Is it uh, another Bruiser Flint uh, press conference appearance or, or who is it? No, it's, it's Friday, so it's going to be players. I believe it's the uh, oh. Justin Edwards and DJ Wagner, the ones who are slated to be joining us tomorrow <laughs> afternoon at the Craft Center. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad John Calipari's. He's and we. It was funny, Phil. Came and I texted about this last week because there was a time that John Calipari did Friday press conferences. It was before Cam showed up, and I'm not making that up, right? I'm not crazy. No, like yeah, John Calipari. He loved the microphone. He, oh, yeah. he would. Uh, John Wong would ask him questions. He'd veer off on things. He'd tell Cal he loved him and Happy Thanksgiving and things like that. And, and Cal used to, I'm telling you, Cam, it was a very different situation before you got here. Cal talked more than any coach in the area, even more than Rick Pitino. Now, now you get DJ Wagner and Justin Edwards ahead of a massive game on Saturday. Well, I suppose if uh, people are still looking for any interesting coaching tidbits or potential fireworks, we will be getting, I believe, a Bruce Pearl press conference uh, down in Auburn around 2.30 oh Eastern time. And uh, I'm sure after what occurred uh, a couple of weeks ago with that beatdown that Auburn put on South Carolina down there, that Bruce will be uh, you know, in, in quite the celebratory mood and, and perhaps quite the, bo- the boisterous mood as well uh, ahead of this one on Saturday night. Yeah, there's an odd team, and I'm, I'm going to talk more about that at 5 o'clock, but how do you expect this to to go down. Uh, Kentucky's not been, uh, you know, very impressive on the road in the SEC uh, this season. They won their first initial road game against Florida. 
when the season uh, SEC season started. Then they won at uh, they won at Arkansas as well. Uh, but beside that, they lost at South Carolina. They lost at Texas A&M. So they're two and two on the road. This is going to be one of the more uh, hostile. I'm sorry, they won. They're three and two in the road. They won at Vanderbilt. My apologies. This is one of the more hostile environments that they'll see. Honestly, uh, the rest of the season is going to be crazy down there and at Tennessee to, to you know in the SEC conference play. Uh, what are you expecting out of the Cats on Saturday against Auburn? As you know, Bruce Pearl has a strange team that can lose by thirty or win by twenty-five. Yeah, and, and certainly I'm sure people have maybe seen the clips going around social media as well. The students are already camping out in, yep. uh, I think they call it Pearlville or, or something like that down there outside the arena. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a juiced-up crowd. And, and to your point about Kentucky on the road this season, we still really haven't seen actually a particularly good Kentucky performance on the road against an opponent of quality. We can all agree that Arkansas is trash. We can all agree that Vanderbilt is trash. But, but even that Florida game that they won, Kentucky was pretty bad in that game. That was really a game that I think John Calipari yeah. admitted game that the Cats basically stole with that late second-half surge. I think they only led for 525 of game time in that one. And then obviously you have the the debacle that went down at South Carolina. Texas A&M may be a bit more forgiven overtime game a little bit earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, this is a Kentucky team that hasn't really shown up a ton of times this season on the road. And to your point, this is going to be probably the most difficult, if not the second most difficult game uh, when you go back and look at the, the course of the regular season. So I'll be really curious to see how Kentucky comes out, especially considering that, you know, granted these games have come at Rupp Arena, but slow starts have been a bit of a theme uh, over the last month or so while Kentucky struggled. Maybe, you know, we've seen John Calipari be really quick to call timeouts even before the under-16 media timeout arrived in a couple of the last home games. So, and given the quality of, of Auburn as well, obviously a team that just put up 100 points against a ranked South Carolina team that, that's had plenty of high-scoring performances this season. Bruce Pearl and Cal obviously have such a, a history, you know, yeah. good and bad going back over the years. So if Kentucky doesn't come out with the right energy in this game, the right mindset, I can very easily see a scenario where there's still 17, 18 minutes left in the game and another quick timeout is burned by Kentucky. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it should be – look – I'm hoping that the Kentucky team that we think can play basketball with that small lineup with the Uganan Yenso uh, sprinkled in there as well shows up in plays because that could be another demoralizing defeat uh, by John Calipari. Uh, appreciate the time, Cam, and we'll catch up with you next week. I right, appreciate it. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll stop in the time next week if there's any good fish fries. Let me, hey, let me know. You, you got my number. Text me. I'll, I'll get you hooked up. See you, Cam. Uh, I won't hesitate. See you, <laughs> See you buddy. All right. Cam Jumman there and Zach Osterman from the Indy Star joining us. Zach Osterman, how you doing uh, today? Indiana basketball on a little break. It's back to action on Sunday. So what have you been doing with your free time? Oh, you there? Hello, Zach. Uh-oh. Oh, there you are. Oh, sorry. Okay, there we go. All right. So, I was running around doing chores while Cam finished up, and I didn't want my background noise to bounce through. So, sorry about that. No worries. No worries. So, yeah, like I said, the last time we saw Indiana basketball, uh, they they were, you know defeated uh, by the Purdue Boilermakers in, in a handy fashion. Uh, they've been off for a little while. They get Northwestern on Sunday. Uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute, but what, what have you been doing now that, that, that Indiana basketball has been on a bit of a, of a, of a delay there? Have you, you been keeping busy around there? Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's still the busy season. There's still a lot going on. 
Uh, baseball, softball starting up. Obviously, oh, yeah. um, still plenty to write about uh, basketball. Women's basketball doing very well. And, of course, uh, Kurt Signetti's first spring season coming up here fairly soon. So Yes, I'd like to dive into that a little bit at the end of the conversation as well. Uh, before we get into some Indiana basketball stuff, uh, what do you make of the SEC Big Ten kind of merger? Not a merger, but like a, an alliance. Remember the Big Ten did the alliance with the Pac-12 for the ACC? Now they have a new alliance uh, going along with the SEC as these two power conferences are joining forces uh, uh, what, what do you see as the future ramifications of this uh, going forward, Zach? Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I wrote something on this, and, and just by the nature of things happening and, and stuff coming up that was more important, it just kind of never saw the light of day. Um, I think this is a, a pretty big deal, frankly. I, yes. I think, you know, the last 25 years of college athletics really have been defined largely between this Uh oh! You drop him? I think he's. he's well, no, he got, he's, I think he dropped. I think Zach dropped. Not, not on you, boy. That's <laughs> not a on you, James. Right yeah, well, no, I, I heard. Wow! The <laughs> it was. It was. He's getting ready to go on this. I mean, he was like, "Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts on this. This is actually a juicy conversation." And this is blind. So we'll see. We'll we'll. Well, oh, oh boy! Oh boy. Well, look, there I, we go. We oh. can Indiana basketball. That's uh, and then it's moving the needle for your boy Osterman out there. He said he had a, he didn't have a busy. Well, no, no, I didn't mean that a derogatory name, but it's just he was saying that he didn't have a you know a ton of things to work on, and then uh, in his off week, and then this happens. So. And then this is, oh, I think he's he's back. But yes, we are we are working on the phone lines, which is, is, is okay. We got Zach back. All right, pot him in here. Oh, as soon as James, uh, okay, there we. Oh no, he's gone again. Okay. Uh, yeah, just, there's just, a tease shoot for the a, business. Shoot them a text and be like, they're working on the phone. Zach, can we catch up next week? Uh, and, and apologize uh, on top of that. Thank you, James. I appreciate that. But yeah, see, so we, I couldn't do the Andy Sweeney. I'm glad that happened to Zach Osterman and not Andy Sweeney. <laughs> well, yes. Well, I already, I already, I already uh, texted Andy Sweeney earlier this week, and I was or actually earlier today, and I was like, "Hey, man, they're working on the phones between five and six. We're getting a new phone system, uh, so I'm just going to punt on the on the interview this week. We'll catch up next week." And he's like, "Oh boy," he's like, "You all might be out of phones until Monday." Well, <laughs> it's like the okay. way things go around well, here. Well, since we were in the state of Indiana with that previous uh, tech or the, the segment with Zach. I, I wanted to bring this up, but this seems yes. like a good place to bring it. I was texting Andy earlier today. Oh, this is great. James, perk your ears up on this one. So, I, I don't know if the Basses know this. Like, Andy's had, like, with All-Star Weekend being in Indianapolis, yeah. I, I was going to ask Zach Osterman, like, is he going to be going to some of these events? You know, yeah. Naptown's not Vegas or anything, but it's still, like, when All-Star Weekend rolls through, it's a, oh, yeah. it, it's a good time. Listen to what my man Sweeney's doing tonight. MCing. An event, okay? Yep. Woj, Ooh. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. He's probably like one of the front runners for MVP. And Absolutely. He gets the threshold of that. He's probably not going to be it now because he's probably the new CBA. Grant Hill. Grant Hill. How about that? A dookie. Oh, wow, wow. Sweeney is in this event. He's like, you'll love this. 
he's, he, he's come a long way from doing that. Uh, oh, what was that? Like, that Spectrum show that he used to be on with Locke every once in a while. <laughs> oh like yeah, Spectrum Sunday Sports or whatever. I don't <laughs> yeah. think it was Spectrum. I think it was like the Sports Buzz. Uh, thing. The Sports or, Buzz. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Who? Who was that? Who? who what was, station was that on? It was like W. It was like the CW or like yeah. WBKI yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he and Locke would be on the Sports. So he's gone from the Sports Buzz with Locke McLean to saying I'm seeing an event with Woj, Tyrese Halliburton, and Grant Hill. How about that? Way he to go, Adam, Andy Sweeney. He had Adam Silver on this yes, morning, too. Yes, he did. Yeah, he had a... He, look, look, oh, look, boy. Look. Oh, no, the stuff... Look, trust me. He had Woj on, and the stuff he was sending me while he was interviewing Woj yeah. was breathtaking. He, he, and I think you know what I'm talking about. He he. Someone sent him the Vanetti tweet. Oh, I thought... Okay, well, and, I, I thought you were going with another sportscaster. No, no, no. He said, y'all sent me this while I'm interviewing Adam Silver... <laughs> This is great. <laughs> he's, he's like, it's he like I can't believe. This. So, uh, what he sent me when he was interviewing Woj yesterday? Yeah, uh, similar from a prominent sportscaster for uh, oh, wish, uh, a happy Valentine's little Day. Valentine's Day photo shoot. Yeah. Yes. While he's uh, and maybe maybe it was after maybe it was the the timeline and the Twitter algorithm kind of lined up with that, and I'm like, you're the most impressive person I've ever met. He can multitask like nobody I've ever met in my life. He 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 can do five things at once. I've seen I've seen it in person. Save that for the mixtape. I mean, I, the things that that he's able to compartmentalize and spread his focus around, I I can't do it. It's it's it would have warmed my heart had he with Adam Silver, Commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, and just slipped up a little bit and just read what was in the group message. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Because I find absolutely. myself doing that all the time. If somebody's talking to me and I'm typing something out, I'm tweet. I'm typing what I'm hearing. Yes. So he sees the Benetti tweet, and then yeah. he's just like, Ooh. "Ask Adam Silver about the Benetti tweet." <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, hey, Adam Silver. Have you? There's a guy named Tony Benetti in the city of Louisville. He made a really uh, talk about Mike Fortello. Yeah, but put a really uh, tweet out in poor taste. Uh, here, I'm gonna read the tweet to you. No, oh, stay away from that one. But yeah, no. Uh, congrats. That's the Andy Swinney. I like. I, I just can't see Andy doing this. So, I think. I think in the early days here he'd lean into it because he's great behind a microphone. Yes, he is. Getting, I think he did something similar when there was like an NBA preseason game here. Okay, okay. But, but I mean, this is there's a this different is big thing. time man. This I mean, All Star Weekend. Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. I told yes. Andy, I was like, do you need you need to go to a Burlington Coat Factory and get some Filas? Like, yeah, you need to does. go there and get some Grant Hills ASAP. <laughs> that would be and great. Sign it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I like what's Andy wearing. Like, because he doesn't. He's not a guy that dresses up. No, he he, he, wa- hates he wants dressing. A, he up. wants a station sweatshirt. Yeah, <laughs> Which, that's, that's perfect. As I'm sitting here, my dad's shirt. I was ready to few texts here before we take a break. Mike Epps and Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Or Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp. I think it went well. <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll take a break here in just a second, and then we'll get to Weird Thursday. Uh, Texas Brom would never go to another fish fry other than St. Bernard, best fish in town. Well, I, I don't know. I've never been to St. Bernard's fish fry. I'm partial to St. Paul, but that I'm not going to disparage, disparage another uh, uh, parish, so I'll, I'm sure it's great fish. Uh, Texas, the ACC is killing our coach search. The conference might be gone in two years. Texter, ask Ty, when's the last time? Oh, nope. We've <laughs> been bullied so much. 
text text line is just now finding the, the Vanetti tweets. Uh, they're, they're commenting on that. Uh, Texter, at least people care about U of L women's hoops. Unlike the school in Lexington, you got me there. You're right. Uh, thank thank you very much. I, I hope I hope you're writing an angry letter to the ACC about about Jeff Walls. I mean, come on, thank you. I, I appreciate that. He's, he's never been fined or complained before. He's never happened. Uh, Texter, did you guys gloss over a photo shoot pics without the details? Who was it? Oh. You can find it. You can find it. <laughs> just, it. It just takes a little internet search. That's all. Just a little little Twitter search. Shout out. Shout out. I'm, I'm not hating. I'm loving. Would you ever do a shoot like that? I'd be divorced. There's no doubt. Now, if it was private and never made public. I mean, well, then why yes. are you taking the photos then if it's not meant to be public? Well, because it's for, you know, it's it's like a... You, you know, it, it's it's not meant oh, to be I know. public. It's it's for you know, it's for you all to enjoy together. Thank you for laying out, Phil. And it, I, I know my it, I know my role here. It, it here's why I come down with all that. It's like there's a very special thing with married couples, and that they don't share it with everybody else. That's why I'm very against swingers and swinger life because that's a special bond that you should have with your significant other and it should just be for your all's personal enjoyment and not for the eyes or the ears or the physical pleasures of others that's what i'm saying i i was gonna say what read is he going to go into after that but yeah. please now i'm intrigued well yeah i mean if, if we'll, we'll take a break here we'll, we'll get to weird uh wednesday but, but before i do that i mean i just gotta tell you about tri-state men's health again i mean their their erectile dysfunction treatments are second to none over 90% success rate, okay? 90% success rate. Uh, ED can cause major relationship issues. In fact, men often push their partners away when ED becomes a problem. The condition can cause depression, arguments, breakups, and even contribute to divorce, okay? And none of us want that to happen if you want to do a photo shoot you should be able to do a photo shoot with your significant other all those other things that go on with it okay absolutely there's help out there don't get too down on yourself don't let this affect your mood because there is help tri-state men's health is where it's at their treatments work when the pills or the herbals fail okay there's a a, a, a place right here in louisville uh, that you can go to and you'll get a licensed medical provide you to assist with uh, you in checking things out it's a 99 dollar consultation fee uh then they could give you a sample for free in the office and if it doesn't work they waive the 99 fee you could be ready to get back into the bedroom that afternoon and guys get this you could be performing better than ever lasting an hour or more who doesn't want that so you go from a zero to a hero with tri-state men's health tri-state men's health.com or give them a call at 800-900-9654 tri-state men's health.com i had morning wood for the first time in 20 years i know that's going on the next day Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. 
to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. There's so much negativity. How do you deal with it? How does I get my son to deal with all this negativity from the media, from social media, from everywhere we turn? There's all this negativity about this program. And I just tell them you have to be like me. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. Poor Zan Payne! <laughs> it's the Round Table here on ESPN 680-1057. Texture says, Braum was at Mike Lennings yesterday. He gonna end up with mercury poisoning eating all that fish. No, he's not. It's the, that's the top line of fish there, Mike Lennings. This is delicious. Don't disparage Mike Lennings. Uh, full by, play-by-play here at ESPN Louisville. Uh, tonight, women's basketball at Boston College, 6.30 p.m. on 93. The Ville, then tomorrow night, Louisville Baseball versus Indiana State, 11.50 a.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Then you have the, uh, let's see here, Manual Basketball versus Mel, 7 p.m. on ESPN 680-1057. Mark Blankenbaker will be dressed up as the Manual Bulldog. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, the Mel Bulldog running around out there. Can't wait to see that. The NBA Rising Stars Challenge, 9 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. So check all of that out. 437-9680. All right, James, this is what the people want. Hit it. Weird Wednesday. Let's go. Weird Wednesday, but first, shout out Antoine Nelson, my partner. He's riding around listening to the show. Oh, UK cool. fan, but we'll still shout him out. Shout out Antoine. Fantastic. Weird Wednesday on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> it is element. That's your okay. defense, it was kind of a walkie last break. There it is. Conspiracies, oh. extraterrestrials, the occult. Gather around the lunch table, children. Don't try to get up. He won't let you leave. It's Weird Wednesday with Mr. Striegel. All right, Weird Wednesday brought to you by 502 Hip at 812 Hip. 502 Hip, the Douglas Hills location. Uh, check them out. And then 812 Hip over there in Clarksville, my side of the bridge off the Lewis and Clark Parkway. We'll be out there tomorrow uh, with Max Godby. So come say hello to the 812 Hip people. Uh, they had that buy one, get one, Myra gummies and CBD oil. Last day for that is tomorrow. So head out there and pick some up. Buy one, get one Myra gummies and CBD oil uh, and let's enjoy Weird Wednesday together as I'm drinking this against the grain bourbon barrel L is really really good it's delicious I had to chill it a little bit Phil get a little chill a little there, chill in there it's, it's, it's delicious oh yeah bourbon barrel L so let's go ahead and jump into it now I alluded to this earlier there's this there's a documentary so I was actually some time last night I don't know don't ask me how I had time but when I got home from the uh, conferences the parent teacher conferences how did those go by the way oh fantastic fantastic good batch of kids this oh story. yeah yeah no, no worries there it, it, it went it went super duper well so when I get home uh, last night my wife was gone um, let's see here my wife was gone at uh, Little Treasures which is like a consignment thing and she's buying you know clothes for the kids and you trade clothes out it's a whole thing so she was gone she took the baby with her uh, I, I don't uh, now the other kids were somewhere I don't, I'm not sure where they were but they, they were around the house and I was like I have time to actually watch something I want to watch on the big family to the smart TV out there in the oh, living room. Oh, you're not room. watching it on the, the nice phone. TV. You're not watching it on the old janky mm. laptop. You're in nope. your element. I'm in my element. You got prime real estate in your own household. Exactly. Had a few drinks. And so I came across this 
this documentary on Netflix. It's only four episodes. They're about 45 minutes apiece, okay? Oh, that, that's right in my wheelhouse. Dude, 30's too short, 60's too long, 45, perfect. Just buckle up. This is wild. Okay. Okay, it's called Rael the Alien Prophet. Rael the Alien Prophet, okay? So the story behind this is is is, is, is insane. So it's in French, but it has English. Uh, it's dubbed over in English. Okay. Okay, because this guy's French, okay? His I'm listening to you. I'm just reading up his, on this. Okay, you read. Okay, yeah, his, no. name's, his name's Claude. Okay. Okay, and so he's this guy that in the 60s, he was a musician, he was an artist. He's kind of like a jack of all trades. Then in the 70s, he went on some like French television show. And said that he had been abducted by aliens, and he called them the Elohim. And the Elohim looked just like us. And the reason being is because it's like we're made from their DNA. And so they essentially kickstarted life on Earth when it comes to humanity. Now, he, he says all the animals and stuff, they didn't have anything to do with it. It's just us. We, we were created in their image. Okay. okay, and he wrote a whole book about. It. I think the book was called something like "The Real Truth" or something. And so it became this like major hit in France. He started to develop followers. Okay, and his followers were called Raelians. There was the, the the named after him, of course, because you'll see as we go through Creative. this. Yeah, Raelians. Okay, and again, his name, real name isn't Rael. He said his real that the, the the aliens told him that he's the last prophet. So if you go through prophets, you have. Abraham, Moses, Ezekiel, Jesus, Muhammad. I mean, those are some of the, 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 the big the big time prophets. Well, he's the last one to deliver the last message to humanity. And the mess the message is is happiness and love and take care of the planet and all those things, right? Well, he starts to gain followers, the Raelians, okay? And at first it's just kind of like this hippie thing in the seventies. And they're all like kind of hanging out and chilling and singing songs and there's acoustic guitar. You know how you'd walk out, Phil, of of, of college and there'd be the quad and there's a guy in the quad with Birkenstocks on exactly hacky sack. He's got that 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 weed carpet uh, hoodie on, you know, you know what oh, I'm yeah. talking about. He's got, a, he's the got hemp. a, he's got, yeah, the hemp, the hemp, the hemp coat, and he's got a uh, the hemp hoodie. He's got a guitar, and he's strumming along, and he's singing like I don't know Neil Young or something. And he's got like three or four girls like hanging out. And you're like, I wish I could play guitar so I could be doing what that guy's doing. So it looked a lot like that. And he gets more popular and starts getting more followers. And he would do this like download baptism where he'd take his hand and put it on the forehead of one of his followers. And then he'd download the Elohim message oh and DNA God. into the follower. And there are some people that, by the way, before I continue, there are people that still follow this. That still like that still think this How guy. stupid are people? Oh, the dumbest. They're the dumbest. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> so basically, he used to be a race car driver. That comes into the story later so he gets this plot of land and he calls because it, of course yeah he calls it eden and all his followers are all living there and they all have jobs and stuff outside of being in this weird alien cult and a part of the cult also and this is when you know to leave the cult you know to leave the cult when these things happen okay number There's one sign. this is important turn the volume up in your car yeah. or on your stream if you think you may or may not be in a cult yeah here are the signs to, to leave immediately he starts to encourage his followers to go around nude. Okay, there's one. There's one. And, he, and of course, he's not a part of that. He, he keeps his clothes on. But everyone else, they're encouraged to be nude. Number two, whenever he starts talking about free love and swapping partners. Shout out. Another sign, leave the cult. 
Like, this isn't good. This is going in the wrong direction. Okay? So this guy kind of sets himself up as, like, this messianic figure. And he says that he, then later on, he, he gets taken again. And he goes to their home planet. He describes, like, some of the animals, like cats with teddy bear heads. And they're purple and orange and these things. And then they reveal to him that he's actually the brother of Jesus. And, <laughs> yes. And he feels closing his eyes and shaking his head that he's the brother <laughs> so of Jesus. stupid. Exactly. So he goes back and basically... France kicks him out because there's some other things going on on the compound. I don't want to get into it, but it's really bad stuff. So they kick him out. So it goes to Quebec. Slide four. Maybe it's this. Uh, Riel had many designated and often underage female partners. Bingo. Okay. That's it. So so France France said, you got to go. So France basically kicks the cold out. They go to Quebec. Okay. He goes to Quebec. It's another big plot of land. And we know Canadians. Canadians are like, oh, hey, it's fine. So they interview all these Canadians like, what do you think? Not combative. Not combative. They're like, what do you think about this cult moving in? And the Canadians are just like, well, you know, they're not bothering us. It's okay. And, you know, uh, they're like, do you ever worry about what's going on over at the compound? I love uh, that you're doing that voice in a flannel shirt You right like now. this? That's yeah, I look like a Canadian lumberjack. They're like, oh, hey, I don't, yeah, I don't really care. It's a, as long as they don't bring it to the public, they can do whatever they want. It's Canada. And, and so he's got, you know, he's in Canada now while he's in canada he he unveils that he's going to build this giant like bigger compound this is where the aliens are going to land they're going to land on this compound and so he asked all of his all of his cult members start tithing to me 10 percent of your income goes to building where the aliens are going to land this big compound don't worry it's just going to cost 160 million dollars that's it and we're going to build it right here in canada and so they start tithing him and by the way he gets kicked up one percent from that 10 percent goes to him obviously obviously that makes sense you then know, he starts commission then he starts racing cars all of a sudden now he's racing cars again he becomes this big celebrity instead of a prophet he's now a celebrity prophet so he's all over tv okay now just when you think the story can't get any weirder it gets weirder he decides the Elohim tell him that they need to start cloning themselves. Oh, my God. So he brings in this legit, like, chemist PhD okay, lady. Okay, I'm seeing this right now. Yes, her name is Bridget, like, Beausoleil or something like that, okay? Brings her on. They hold this press conference. They say, "We're go- this is when Dolly the Sheep happened in 97. So that rocked the world. If you're alive in 1997. Right. Yeah. No, I remember when, this. Yeah, the Scottish scientists, they cloned Dolly the Sheep. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, cloning is real. So he says, okay, let's do this. We're going to start cloning ourselves so that we can live forever. This is the way to immortality is through cloning. So you'll never die. You'll just continue living on as a cloned being over and over and over again. This is what the Elohim want us to do. So this lady, Bridget, PhD, she says... Bring some credibility, credibility to a to crazy yeah, uh, yes. nut job thing, right? So so she goes ahead and she starts making... like we, we have a laboratory now. And she does have a laboratory. And there's like pictures and footage of her in this laboratory with this other scientist. But this other, quote, scientist is another Raelian. And basically what they just did is they just put him in a doctor's coat, a science coat, and said, <laughs> yeah, pretend like you're cloning stuff. So he's like pictures of him like, with a microscope and with a Bunsen burner and, and with a... With a, with a uh, 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 Oh gosh, a a graduated cylinder, uh, things like that. And then it gets even weirder. The U.S. Congress gets interested in this because this was when George W. Bush Bush was president. He was like, you know what? We have to make a law that bans human cloning. 
So they get called to Capitol Hill. These these people, these people, Phil. I've seen this, is, this picture. This is why people don't take our government seriously. They go they to... They give them credibility. If, yes, exactly. They go in front of Congress and lay out the case for human cloning. In this, and, and the, I believe the name of the uh, company was Clonaid. Yeah, Clonaid. Clonaid. Yeah, I'm reading that right now. Clonaid. Clonaid. And then she goes, and then she goes even further. She says the cloning was successful. We have a human clone. Her name is Eve. <laughs> And Eve was born in an undisclosed location. We're not giving up her identity or her parents' identity because obviously, who would want that? Yeah, it's a take our word for it. Take our word for it. Yeah, we cloned, we cloned, we cloned this baby. And so this lawyer, he's like, you know what? I'm hauling their asses into court because cloning is illegal. I'm going to haul your ass into court. I'm going to make you testify under oath that this is that this cloning happened. So he brings her into court. She testifies under her oath, super shady about it, won't give a straight answer. The judge gets pissed off. He's like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm not giving this any more credence. Get out of my court. This this is closed. I'm not this is this is crazy stuff. So after all this happens, they find out he's laundering money. She's laundering money. There never really was an Eve. The guy that I was telling you about that was in the lab coat, he comes out and was like, it was all fake. Like I wasn't doing anything. I had no idea. He's like, it was all a stunt. It was all publicity thing. She hired photographers and a film crew to come in here and do this there's not a eve there's not a real clone baby so where does where does rael go he goes to japan he 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 just leaves all of his followers in canada and quebec he leaves them packs his stuff up goes to to canada uh, sorry to japan leaves his harem of women as well he had a harem he called them his angels and if he that they had white feathers around their neck they are for everybody to enjoy. If they had pink feathers around their neck, they were just for him. Just for him. So he flies to Japan. They go and they track him down. They find him. Okay? And he's like, Phil, like they interview this guy. He Like you look into his eyes, dude's evil. Like yeah. he's a manipulative like maniacal evil person the way he's talking to like the the women that are with him now in japan he's like don't look me in the eye don't ever approach me from behind the back like that with this teacup because i I mean he's awful oh and i'm reading like people still worship him and yes yes like that's the crazy thing he he's never faced consequences and he still lives like a king in japan yeah (laughs) yeah they love him over there they absolutely love him over there he and now they they keep asking him about this this compound he's supposed to build for the aliens he's like the, the the documentarians they're like okay when's this going to be built he's like oh it could be built next year it could be about eight thousand years i don't know like well do you think you'll see the the the, the finished product oh i'll probably be retired i don't know i probably won't see it it's, it, it i mean he's admitting to everybody he's never going to build this compound never going to build this compound okay i need to check this it's out just because it shows how stupid people fascinating are. and look i look and i know people but this is you Strible. you believe in this stuff yes to an extent I'm never joining anything like this. I'm not joining a, a, a cult. I'm not joining a group. I like. I I know when to cut it cut it off. Save that, Sofro. I know when to stop. Like some of these people don't know when to say. It reminded me of the um, the Hellbop cult. Remember that? 
No. The uh, where they they, uh, they they committed mass suicide and they wore like the same Nikes and everything. Oh yes, in the nineties. Yes, 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 uh, I do remember Mark, that. Marshall Applewhite. Yes, yes, was the name of the leader, and so he had a very a very same thing where it was kind of like an alien UFO cult, and the Hale Bop comet was supposed to bring them back, and that was the harbinger of their returning. So they had to commit suicide to get on the ship and go with them, and it, it just goes it just goes to say it doesn't matter if it's UFOs or religious figures or whatever that there are people out there that are waiting to take advantage of suckers and once they take advantage of suckers they will they will take everything that you have and they'll leave you in the dirt and like you said phil it was just mesmerizing to me that there are people that 40 40 50 years later are still are still like oh yeah this is this is this is this. They, like, when they talk about him they started crying they're like oh, i hope you get to meet him he's the most beautiful soul in living history he, he looks like a a, a balding welcome back cotter he like, is I mean, yes that's what he looks and he like. wears this white like robe thing and he claims to be jesus's brother yeah he claims to be jesus's brother yes and he's the last prophet he's the he's the very last prophet and they were like okay so what happens when you die will there be another prophet or does the world end or what happens and he's just like i don't know and, and so his his whole thing went from his whole like um oh gosh what, 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 how, what would i call it his his entire not mantra but the um I don't know. I guess his philosophy. There we go. His entire philosophy morphed from, you know, be good to each other, peace, harmony. So the Elohim will come back to, oh, I mean, we're alive. We should just enjoy ourselves and, and make ourselves happy with whatever we want to do. Are so Basically stupid. because he, that's what he was able to do now. He was able to enjoy himself and do whatever he would want to do with whatever, with whomever he wants to do. I like it. Do so, you have a, a pink feather, white feather scenario? No, I do not. No, okay. no. There, I was just there, wondering. There just no, wondering. No feathers involved. I didn't know if there was a, a takeaways or anything from uh, the, the documentary. But always be wary of somebody that's going to promise you something, but then once they promise it to you, they ask you for more. Oh, yeah. So reset again for the audience. What are the four warning signs that you may be in a cult? Well, I just gave... Well, okay, let's hash these out. This is a great... This is a great day. Okay, number number one should be giving giving them... Giving just one person. Not, not the organization, not the community, but one person gets your money. Okay, that's, so that, that's one. Warning sign one. Number two, if there's like we should all be nude together, and except for the leader, of course. Everyone else, you know, to be in harmony and peacefulness, everyone take off your clothes around me, except for the leader himself. Number three, partner swapping. Whenever the leader says, okay, let's start swapping partners, those are your three signs to get the hell out. A little naughty C. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, well, what did I walk in on? <laughs> do, do you remember? You remember that from Adam Sandler's album? What the hell happened to me? The very first track on that album is a classic. It's called "The, the Cult," and it's just these two buddies. They're out there playing basketball with each other, and you hear the basketball dribbling and everything. And he's like, "Hey, you know what? What are you doing this weekend?" He's like, "Oh, you know, there's this girl I'm trying to get with, and you know, she wants me to join this cult." And you know, they're like, "Well, what's it about?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's like they they don't like the sun." So I was like, "Yeah, bleep the sun," and you know, who, who cares? He's like you want to come with me he's like no i'm not going to this cult he's like dude i'm trying to meet this girl can't you just go it's just a stupid cult there's this no big deal just go with me to this one thing i never ask you for anything and then by the end of the skit they're both going the night time is the right time the oh, night yeah. time is the right time because <laughs> they're they, in the cult <laughs> they're in the cult so there you go let's do some uh some text <laughs> here oh boy i need to i need to read this or i need to watch this so it, it's, it's one really the, good it's one of the top things on netflix it's, okay it's so i'm very gonna put it in my queue right now yeah it's very it's don't watch it with the kids around okay there's 
nudity and all kinds of crazy stuff. Okay. Yeah, don't don't watch it. That was one of those things where like if the kids would like walk out of the room, I'd like pause it and be like, <laughs> What do you want? When's the fish going? When are the fish sticks going to be ready in 15 minutes? I'll, I'll, I'll shout out Mitch Hannigan. We had fish sticks last night for Lent. How about that? <laughs> all right, Texture. <laughs> texture. Sounds all honestly, either political party side could be a cult. Creepily laughing. Yes. <laughs> texture. What color feather does Caller Emily wear? wear? There it is. Texture. <laughs> Heaven's Gate. That's what the Marshall Applewhite is. Heaven's Gate. Okay. They're okay, the hell With the Nike shoes, right? Yeah, with okay. the Nike shoes. Yeah. Uh, texture. I don't know, Strebel. Seems like a white feather boa kind of guy <laughs> texture <laughs> this is the wildest thing i've ever heard watch it watch it on netflix rael the alien prophet I'm it's top you, 10 on netflix right now it yeah. is wild texture strebel just like the government now gave those clowns credibility with the ufos i'm not giving no, we're okay. on am sports talk radio we're not talking to george w bush yeah there's a little bit of a difference the, no you're you're <laughs> texture there's a thought process out there with some of this disclosure stuff with David Grush that, that Congress is giving them credibility and they don't need it. I, I, I'm with you. Texter sounds a lot like 45. No, it does. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Baga. Texter. Wait, who did the Valentine's Day shoot? There's. Don't worry about it. Texter the same. Well, I'm not going to disparage that one. Uh, Texter grew up on uh, some of the Mike Lennings. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Grew up with some of the Mike Lennings grandkids, and I worked there as a youngster. There shall be no Mike Lennings slander. Best fish in Louisville. I agree with that. I went to high school with a with a Lenning. Uh, very nice guy. All right, let's go ahead. Thank you, Phil no Baker, problem, for man. being here. Appreciate you enjoying Weird Wednesday on a Thursday with me. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, on the other end, we're going to talk Kentucky basketball. Big game uh, this weekend. We'll dive into that. We have some Jay Billis sound that uh, Nick Valvano cut up for us that I'm going to take a peek at. Maybe play that at 530. Reset the show. It's uh, James Strebel, James Black here with you on the roundtable.